Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports done right. Up next. Vince Wright, Sports Governor, be right with you. Two minutes. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. Sing it, BB.
Situation room of his lakefront chateau, 
He's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. The thrill is gone. The thrill has gone away from me and Vikings fans all over the damn world. What is going on, everybody? Well, we know what's happening. Uh, special Sunday night edition live from the governor's mansion. Here I am, the sports governor, Vince Wright. Oh, excuse me. I had to hit the sneeze button there. You are listening to Sports Done Right, coming to you live from the Gov's Mansion here in uh, suburban Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and oh man, it was it was set up, it was there, it started so nice, and then it just imploded, kaboom, all over. And the Minnesota Vikings go down once again, 38-7, to to the, the wonderful Philadelphia Eagles. Wonderful, <laughs> not really. You gotta, gotta love them fans when they pelt you with full beers out there, but it is what it is. Vikings played like horse crap. We got some sound tonight from KFAN right after the game. From Everson Griffin, Case Keenum, and Brian Robeson. Not going to be a long show. I know we got Mandelion on the X-Squad Affiliates Network. He's going right now. But I appreciate you guys jumping in with me here for just a little bit. Spreaker.com chat room up and running. I want to welcome RC from Duluth, Minnesota. Right out the bat, he says, sup, Gov, we're used to it, unfortunately. RC has suffered a, a long history of a Viking fandom like the rest of us. He, he definitely knows what's up. Case Keenum turned back into Case Keenum. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, a couple other people who joined us in our Spreaker.com chat room. And again, I am Vince Wright, sports governor here. Sports done right, sports podcast on Spreaker.com. Also on xsquadaffiliates.com. Loose Neck Size joined us as well. I want to say what up to him. Big Mac Farrell has joined us. Appreciate you coming in. Our main man Raider for Life has joined us along with Clay Bludat. Absolutely Davis. Yeah, we sure did, man. Thank you guys for joining us. And all the way from Oklahoma, where the first lady, my wife, Angie Wright, her son, or her son, what the hell am I talking about? And I haven't even brought out the Woodfield Reserve yet, Busa. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I was going to say uh, Cameron University, he's the former baseball coach, my wife's cousin down there. So we got some love for the Oklahoma area. Busa is in the house tonight, X-Squad affiliate as well. What's up, sir? Mr. Deacon Blue Fidel in the house again. Uh, what up to you, sir? Oh, long one. RC back in here. Everybody kind of saying what up to everybody. 
Miss Mocha Bella is in the house all the way from Miami, Florida. We call her the queen of the 305. Thank you for joining a very, very sad sports governor tonight. And my main man from Columbus, Ohio, huge, huge Vikings fan. Oh, man, we were keeping each other company on uh, Twitter today. Mr. Conrad Cozy goes by Run CNC. Uh, great pick with his two lovely daughters, by the way, too. All of them sporting the, the Vikings jersey. What's up, sir, to you and the fam? All right. Let's get into it, man. There, You know, there really isn't a whole lot to talk about here. But I want to share some interesting info that a friend of mine gave me last night that unfortunately, I, it looks like it came out the bear. Now, this is almost cryptic, and this came from the people out in Vegas, the sports, um, the odds makers. My 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 uh, friend, my friend uh, Wally was listening. We were having a couple of drinks last night. And he says, you know, I was, I was listening to this show. And there was a couple sports handicappers out of Las Vegas, you know, run some sports book out there or whatever. And they had a very interesting stat about the Minnesota Vikings defense. And this was before the New Orleans game. Keep that in mind as I, as I tell you this story here, the before the New Orleans game. Or so he goes, these guys said that the Minnesota Vikings defense has actually been on the field for 70% of the season's snaps over the course of this season. They've been on the field for 70% of the snaps, the Vikings defense. And because they don't sub a lot of different guys in, these guys predicted not only the line and the spread, as they normally do in Vegas, but they also predicted that the Vikings defense in the New Orleans game would falter and basically collapse in the second half. And lo and behold, look what happened. And obviously took the, the miracle play for the Vikings to win. And so the, the Eagles defense, again, now he says the Vikings, or they said that the Vikings defense on the field, 70% of the snaps over the course of the season. They sub in minimal players, so they get tired. And we saw what happened, in, like I said, in that second half of the Saints defense, or in the Saints game. The Philadelphia Eagles defense, fourth-ranked defense in the NFL, by the way, obviously a very good defense. They sub 50% or they they were on the on the field for 50% of the snaps this season. They sub 8 to 9 players deep, I think is what my friend told me that he heard the guys the guys say. And therefore because more players are actually getting out and getting rested, they're on the field less amount of time that the Philadelphia defense is going to be good to go. Well, Look what happened today. Look what happened today. Loosen XI says, much as I hate the Patriots, I'm going to love watching Nick Foles 
when the clock strikes midnight and he turns back into the frog during the Super Bowl. We will see. RC, Ronald Cameron, in our Spreaker.com chat room here on Sports Done Right, says, I told y'all all season I never believed in Case Keenum. You sure didn't. And he did say that all season. You know, Ron listens to the show all the time. He's always in our chat room. He 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 uh he did say that. Um, if you're out there listening and you want to call in on the Gov Special VIP line, hit us up 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. Run CNC says, RC, I couldn't stand his ass all year. I just did the company line and said, don't lose the game, shaking my head. Well, that brings us to a very interesting point before I play some sound here from uh, Mr. Case Keenum. Vikings fans, we got decisions that need to be made. Now that all the fun's over, the miracle's done, the season is over. Who are you going to sign for quarterback? Oh, the Case Keenum. Does he deserve it? Did he do enough to earn the contract, people? Let me know. Or does the the state of Minnesota's love affair with one Mr. Teddy Bridgewater now resurface? And he'll have a whole nother offseason now to get that knee right. Get it up to snuff, so to speak. And do we roll again with Teddy B? And oh, don't forget there's Mr. Sam Bradford out there. Who may, in the, in the, in the grand shakeup of all of this, and again, this is sports done right here on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Bradford will be gone, or at the very least, he'll be a backup on the, on the team. But I, he'll he's more than likely gone. So, or do they franchise Case Keenum? Busa says, Vince, do you really think Case lost this game? No, no, no. It, it, this was a team effort. Team effort loss. You're, you're, you know. I'm not. I'm not blaming Case for the whole thing by any means, uh, Mr. Busa. So, yeah, don't get it twisted like that. Run CNC out of Columbus, Ohio says Vikings keep Teddy B and get rid of all the other bums. I've seen you know watching Twitter all day, going back and forth, and um, the, do you look at hey Drew Brees? He's gonna be out there. Is Drew can you is Drew Brees had had enough of New Orleans? All those years, legend down there. He'll have a statue outside of outside of Mercedes Benz or the Superdome, as I still like to call it. And does he? Can you get him up here? I don't know. That's that's the fun that's going to begin tomorrow morning. Once the Vikings and their fans up here in the great state of Minnesota and elsewhere around this region have a chance to dissect. Um, and oh, by the way, props to Philadelphia. John Fisher, I know you're out there. I know you're out there. 
All right, that's all I got to give him. Back to his corner. You know, Philadelphia dominated. Philadelphia wanted it. Philadelphia proved that they wanted it on that field, and they came to play. They came to play. I mean, you know, we we have fun. We we talk crap about their their fans, deservedly so, throwing full beers at people today, man. And I don't know what the hell that nonsense was about. But with that being said, man, whoo, I just don't know. Big L in the house. Big L is out of Little Rock, Arkansas, joining us in our Spreaker.com chat room. There's Mike on the Twittersphere again. Mike out of Eden Prairie, Minnesota, listening to us again. Christine up there in Redwood Falls tuning in. Not happy, Christine, as she's uh, sending a lot of sad emojis here. Um, so, Christine in Redwood Falls, thank you for joining us. Might be your first time listening. Uh, who else do we got here around the great state of Minnesota? We got Redwood Falls, Duluth covered, Eden Prairie. Um, there's Janet Minnetonka. What up, Janet? Thank you for joining us here. Sports done right. And got some of our friends out in western Wisconsin joining us. Again, got a growing presence out there in, in Wisconsin. Weiss, Wisconsin. Excuse me, I better say it straight if my friend Shannon's out there listening. Clay Davis in the house. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you coming through. 98.9. Today's R&B old school. Thank you for coming through, man. Appreciate you. He says, thought the Jags were going to make it this year. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Jags and the Pats here in just a quick minute, man. I, I really did, too. Boy, they, you know, they came out in that first half, boy, and, you know, really put it on them. But all of a sudden, you know, like it's right on, right on damn cue, Tom Brady rises up from the ashes. And finds, who was it? Was it Amendola on the back of the end zone? I don't know, man. I don't know. And yes, sir, you are correct. The Vikings did get smacked. Big L says, RC, I didn't need to watch the Vikings lose. What's new? Mocha Bella in here as well. Raiders for life is in here. Says his former pastor was from Duluth, Minnesota. Very nice. Very cool. All right, so let's get into a little sound here. We're going to start with um, Everson Griffin. Again, he was on K-Fan's Greg Coleman. Greg Coleman's a former Minnesota Vikings punter who does a lot of the post-game interviews on the flagship station. So uh, the courtesy goes to KFAN on their sound that I taped. Here's Everson Griffin in the locker room after the game, folks. Um, you know, great year, but you know we hate to lose this way. But they play they they play well. They play really well. I I hate to talk about lessons learned. It's too fresh. You know, this loss is too fresh. But again, I talk with Coach Zimmer about what do you take away and build on for next year. This is a pretty good football team. Um, you know, um, I don't know. You know, um, that's not like us how we played. Um, we just gotta we gotta learn from this. We gotta. Um, Learn from it and roll with it and um, and take the suck. You know, it sucks, you know, and and just do what we got to do next year to get back on track and, you know, start fresh, you know. And But stuff like this, they never guarantee. So we got to come out with the attitude and um, 
you know, yeah, they were the better team. That's all I got to say. They were the better team. But you got to be proud of the way that this team, 14-4, and four, that's a heck of an accomplishment. You played tonight. There were an awful lot of teams that were home watching. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, we didn't win. And, you know, 4-14, for me, 14-4 and four is a good record. But, you know, we wanted, we wanted this game, and they came out with the better. They came out better today. Yeah, thanks for your time. That's Everson Griffin, guys. Yeah, you heard it, man. The despair and the big man. You know, um, you know, you're hearing all the sound they talk about letting the fans down and, and everything else. But you know, this was just a complete ass whooping by the Philadelphia Eagles. And and who knew Nick Foles could go deep, baby? <laughs> who knew Nick Foles could go deep? Um, you know, a a phenomenal effort by him. I mean, you really got to. You know, one thing we do on Sports Done Right is we tell the truth. We don't run from it. And the Philadelphia Eagles, they earned it. They really did earn it today, man. And I got nothing else to say. They they dominated on the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball. They went deep. Uh, Zach Ertz, by the way. A total domination from the tight end. And the Eagles did exactly fly. Eagles fly all over the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, once again, Vikings fans, disappointment. Uh, dejection, obviously a lot of comparisons to the, what was it, the 2001 the Giants game, the 41 nothing debacle <laughs> there. Clay Davis, I'm more pissed with Sarkeesian with the damn play calling in the end. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, now Pat Shermer, for all, it looks like he is off to the New York Giants as well. So, you know, we're going to play some some sad music tonight. We're, we're not going to be on too long, but we're going to couple, you know, cover a couple things here. We will talk about the Patriots as well. Again, Tom Brady leading his squad back yet once again and now looking to repeat as Super Bowl champions here in the Twin Cities. My my cousins from Boston are already planning trips to come on up here, so I guess that would be fun to kind of hang out with them, but it sure would have been a lot more fun if our Minnesota Vikings were playing in that game, but not to be again, my people, not to be again. All right, let's go over to Case Keenum now. Case Keenum, um, you know, at times looked okay, but, you know, for the most part, like the rest of the team, just couldn't get enough going. And let's hear what he has to say. Again, he also was talking with Greg Coleman on KFAN Radio in the locker room after the game. They're really talented on the defensive side of the ball. Um, You know, obviously we didn't play as well as we wanted to. had some missed opportunities, but uh, you got to tip your hat to those guys. They uh, they played really well, and uh, you know they uh, they're a good football team. From your vantage point, when did when did you realize that this was you know things had gone pear shape and then we were in a hole that it was going to be tough to dig out of? I mean, we always had hope. I mean, you know, even coming in at halftime, you know, we uh, we knew we were going to go out there and fight and give it our best shot. Um. You know, but uh, it's just uh, it's a tough one, uh, tough one for everybody in this locker room. 
This one is a tough one, but Case, I got to look at the body of work that you've done with this football team uh, since taking over as a starting quarterback. That this game aside, you've got to feel good about what you've done with this football team. You are 14 and four, one of the best records in the National Football League. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll take time later on to put things in perspective. Uh, you know, right now this this thing's pretty bad, but. Uh, you know, it's got to got to look around the locker room, and it's been an incredible ride with these guys, and uh, uh, I've enjoyed every second of it. Um, you know, it's it's tough that it has to end like this. Um, you know, I'm sorry for the fans out there that uh, you know what uh, you know having being so close to, to bringing it back home, and uh, you know not not making it happen. But uh, I mean, heck, it was it was a it was a heck of a ride. You know, there are a lot. Of- uncertainties uh you know question marks about next year uh have you had an opportunity to think somewhere in the back of your mind of what next year is going to look like for case keenum i have no idea you know um i had plans you know for next week obviously um you know and uh but uh yeah who knows um you know that's that's something another bridge will cross when we get there case Okay, so I just cut that off at the end there. He just kind of thanks him at the end and whatnot. So Case Keenum, let the games begin with him and then negotiations. Do the Vikings want him? Do they not? Do they franchise him, which would put him, I think I saw earlier before I got the on air here, they were, I think that put him at about $23 million next year. Do they sign Bridgewater? I mean, obviously, it is going to be very, very interesting around here. And I don't know. But, yeah, just total disappointment. You know, the one thing I saw on Twitter, there was a lot of people who'd say, you know, we'd rather kind of lose by a field goal or maybe, you know, miss a field goal again or something like this than to go down to uh, total domination by the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know. I don't know. I... I, I, you know, I personally just felt that it was it was our best shot. I, th- I thought the team was, you know, had really the the right attitude. Um, obviously, they dominated during the season, thirteen and three. And the one thing that worried me was, yes, they didn't have a lot, a lot of playoff experience on the team. And apparently, this like I the story I just told a little early in the show, man. The uh, Vegas odd makes, odds makers had it right, and I guess that's why they get paid to do what they do. Uh, Run CNC says, "Case, take your ass to New York." Busa says, "Keep case." Very interesting. Run also says, "I'll always rep the Vikings all day, error day." Just the worst game they played all year. Sick. <laughs> And wanted to thank Tommy, by the way, from Hudson, Wisconsin, just across the river from joining us. He's a Vikings fan. Totally disappointed. Sports Gov. It's going to be a long day or a long night and a long day getting back to work tomorrow with another Vikings disappointment. Yeah, I hear you, dog. I hear you. Got some quick sound from. D Lyman Brian Robeson. He was talking with Ben Lieber, former Vikings linebacker, after the game. Let's hear what he had to say. Uh, 
Just all the areas that we were good in during the season, we weren't very good in tonight. Uh, third down, first down. Um, didn't get any turnovers. Allowed way too many explosive plays. Uh, we just got beaten off as facets of the game tonight. You know, you talk about going uh, the third downs and, and, you know, the line of scrimmage. That was a big talker before the game started is, you know, they have a big physical offensive line. How do you guys feel like you you stood up to their offensive line and what they're bringing throughout the game? I mean, we battled. You know, I just think at the end of the day, we had way too many missed tackles. Um, we knew they were a good offensive line up front, and we had to we had to stand up. And, you know, it was a good battle all night long, but um, unfortunately they just uh, they made way – <laughs> way more plays than we did you know they they kind of stuck with their game plan that that they that we've seen from nick Foles since he's been starting is a lot of bootlegs short passing things of that nature but then he sort of unleashed the ball a little bit down the field did that change the scope of how you guys approached him and their offense no i mean you know they just uh i mean there was nothing crazy that they did that we hadn't seen i mean it just you know they just played much better ball than us tonight and we let our fans down but you know what um yeah i mean i don't know what we just we didn't play very well tonight no you didn't and you you know he that's the one thing i that i like about him he he gave you the real dope right there didn't play well at all you know it's that simple It's that simple, so... Oh, man. It is all over, Vikings fans. The ride is done. And of all things, now the Philadelphia Eagles fans are coming to town after we went out there and, you know, had fun with the Rocky statues and did the skull chance, which they changed to the Foles chance. So, and by the way, I thought that was uh, very clever and got a big kick out of that. Because when you get your asses handed to you 38 to 7, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. All right, I'm cool. I'm cool. Back to the corner. Back to the corner. Want to welcome Fly Tie into our Spreaker.com chat room. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Raiders for Life says, Ben, sounds like you just paused to hook the choke back some tears and snot. <laughs> no, not quite, man. Not quite. No, um, you know, not not brokenhearted like that at all. But it is it's just been a long suffering time. I, I'm 48. I remember the Vikings last Super Bowl back in 77. January 77, I think it was, that Raiders ass whooping. So I remember, you know, seeing my team get to a Super Bowl when I was a kid, but it has just been a long time. And like I said, man, you know, I thought the team was really set up this year. I thought attitudes were where they needed to be with the players. You know, great coaching staff. Obviously, I knew that Shermer was probably going to get a head job, a coaching offer from from somewhere, and obviously now he is off to the New York Giants. And just thought this was the year. Obviously, the game being here in the Twin Cities would have just been the icing on the cake, and and that was all I was hoping for. You know, when my friend was over last night. That's that's what I said I really wanted. Just if we could just get to this Super Bowl, have this whole region on fire for two weeks, the home city, the home state, 
All the Vikings fans in these bordering states, and yes, even into western Wisconsin, Iowa, North and South Dakota, they're all, they all would have been coming through town. I mean, you know, we're still going to have a lot of people rolling through, but man, if it, if, if it just could have worked out. Yeah, Raiders for life. Kenny the Snake Stabler. Um, Jack Tatum nearly decapitating Sammy White. You know, if you have not seen that hit, go YouTube that. Uh, the 77 Super Bowls. I mean, one of the greatest licks ever. Uh, how Sammy White not only got up, and then and a testament to Sammy White, how he got up and played after that lick. I'll never, ever, ever forget. Um, you know, but a couple Fran Tarkington interceptions for some pick sixes were, were huge in that game. But uh, Loose Neck Size says, I'm 47. I remember the original Hail Mary when Drew Pearson and my Cowboys put a dagger in the Vikings' heart. Well, yeah, thanks, Sai. He pushed off. He pushed off. I'll leave it at that. And actually, for the Raiders, I got some of the NFL music here. The Minnesota Vikings and the Oakland Raiders. A Super Bowl worth watching. So Vikings go back to the drawing board. And got to find a quarterback. Has Case done enough? Props to everybody else. Just picked the wrong day to play the worst game of your lives. <laughs> Loose neck side says, lies, Vince, lies. He pushed off on Nate Wright. I used to call him Cousin Nate. Drew Pearson. And it's funny because I saw an interview with Drew Pearson. I tried to get the sound, but he says he gets asked about that Vikings play every day of his life, if you can believe that. All right, so Vikings defense, where were you tonight? I don't know either. I really don't. Yeah, RC, we'd be here all day discussing all the Vikings' tough losses, he says in the Spreaker.com chat room. Again, here on Sports Done Right, special Sunday night post-Vikings edition. Vince Wright here, the sports governor of Minnesota. And I don't know what happened to our defense. You know, they, they just, they were knocked around outside of that first kind of the first drive or the, yeah, the first drive, they were knocked around as well. I just don't get it, man. I just do not get it. And, and now we got the Vikings. We got some retooling to do. We'll see what happens to the coaching staff as well. Zimmer obviously got to replace uh, Pat Shermer. Will there be any changes to the defensive side of the coaching staff? Stay tuned. And let's talk a little bit here about the AFC Championship game, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, I mean, for for the for a half. Were they not impressive or what? I mean, honestly. (laughs) 
Run CNC in our chat room says, I'm still not understanding how Nick Foles threw for over 300 yards on that defense. One of the great mysteries of the world. The, you know, and we'll get back to the Vikings here before we get out of here in a few minutes here, but, uh, yeah, it just, it just all fell apart, Ron. It just all fell apart. Eagles very balanced, as Raiders for Life says. And speaking of very balanced, again, you know, the, the Patriots go, go in. And now that, you know, they got that touchdown at the end of the first half which turned out to be key in my opinion because anytime you give up kind of basically what I was calling free points, you know, turn the ball over, don't make first downs, you give Tom Brady any time to deal with and and lo and behold, able to get a touchdown, cut it to three. Second half, we, we see what happens and, you know, the Jaguars became that that team again, you know, just, you know, same same with our Vikings. Big L says, did the Vikings win? I'll wait. Yeah, Big L. And uh, Big L's got a lot of beer coming his way here, too, as well. Big L, we're trying to figure out the best way to ship this brew to you uh, without damaging the cans and all this stuff. So um, just hang tight there, my brother. I know I know, I owe you. Oh, and uh, Run CNC, we got your articles coming. I was waiting because I thought that if the Vikings won, I would get you a couple more newspaper covers and uh, send those with what I'm sending you here as well from the digs catch. But anyway, back to the AFC Championship. By the way, Houston and Golden State are on uh, NBA TV tonight. If you want to kind of trend over from basketball or from uh, football over to basketball there. Houston up early in the first quarter, 16, or make that 18 to 10 over Golden State. Uh, Tom Brady, man, he just strikes again. What can you say, homies? What can you say about Tom Brady? Got the life, the the hot, hot model wife at home, the kids, the money. I mean, is this literally God's favorite athlete outside of Tim Tebow? I mean, you just, once again, you could just see it happening. You could just feel the momentum. And all of a sudden, man, bam. Oh, Busa, looks like somebody, Busa may have. Oh, Busa had a question. My bad, Busa. I. I have uh, the chat on my phone here, so I got that off to the side. For the third time, Vince, are you going to the Super Bowl? No, I am not going to the Super Bowl. I am going to be checking out some of the events. I am going to be doing some live remotes, hopefully here, uh, time permitting with the new job and trying to work all that in, but trying to catch some of these concerts. It looks like the weather's going to be okay, maybe for the next week or so. I got to check the weather. Uh, they have a lot of outdoor concerts going on on, on a refurbished uh, Nicollet Mall, which is a new pedestrian mall in downtown Minneapolis. The Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis concert stage is going to have Morris Day in the Time, Mint Condition, Stokely uh, is going to be playing. He's the lead singer. He's going to be doing some of his solo stuff. Um, you got Gwen Stefani out at um, Mystic Lake Casino along with the Chainsmokers, some other bands out there. 
problem with out there is it's it's too far away from the city, so I'm not going to be going out there. Radio Row is going to be at the Mall of America, so that should be very interesting. Definitely going to try and, and check that out. And, yeah, just go check out some of the exhibits that, uh, you know, that the fans can go to. And like I said, it looks like at least maybe one of my cousins, Cousin Eric, Higher Learning, he uh, is from the Boston area, grew up on Cape Cod. He's living down in Houston right now. So maybe we'll get him there. Raiders for life. Vince, we need that bootleg video of Morris Day. Hook a brother up. You got that? <laughs> we will definitely we will definitely hook you up, man. We will definitely hook you up. <laughs> we'll send you all the video you need. But, you know, I'm actually I'm looking forward to it again. Wished our team could have been there. But it is what it is. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, since you like a little Morris Day in the time so much, let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back and uh, finish up with things here. But we'll hit you with a little time. Again, they're going to be doing a nice show. Morris Day in the time. Be checking them out. This is Vince Wright Sports Done Right. We will be right back after this break. Yo, this is your boy. Kicking it with King C. And when I want to jam on a Sunday evening, I'm kicking back with my man, Mandelion. Listening to some jams and also engaging topics. Be sure to tune in. X-Squad Affiliates. Let's go, give it to you. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop. SME. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute show. Ain't that right, Lopan? What are all the things you witness online in a day? Cats playing piano, selfies on your feed, your friend's picture being turned into a nasty meme that's been shared 50 times, 51, 52. When someone's being bullied online, it's hard to know what to do. Now you can speak up with the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. 
or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. to this day, boo, no frontin', even when the skies were great, you would rub me on my back and say maybe it'll be okay, now that's real to a brother like me, baby, never ever give my cootie away, and keep it tight, alright, and I'ma walk these doors so we can live, in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids, Well, like, you don't need a ring to be my wife, just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the effing lap of luxury, I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did, now I'm going all out, kid. And I got mad love to give you, my nigga. Plain to see you 
He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, let's get back to the show. Let's finish this bad boy up. Get on out of here. Let you people enjoy your Sunday nights. Um, we got 1130 almost on the east, 1030 here in the central. If you go out to the coast on the west, we call it a little bit before 830. Brady, Belichick, Bortles looking good for a half or so. And bam. It's all over. It's all over. Patriots coming to Minneapolis. The Eagles are coming to Minneapolis. Tom Brady going for ring number six, seven, eight. I don't know. Shit. Oh, Run CNC says, Gov got the head to bed. Get up and uh, cuss out some Packer fans that were great year Vikings. It will be our year one day. Yeah, we need, uh, you know, as a Chicago Cubs fan, as I. Uh, Get ready to end this show here. Go check out the Harry Carey speech. If you Google Harry Carey and green apples. And you're like, Vince, what the hell are you talking about? SportsGov, again, sports done right here on Spreaker.com, XGovAffiliates.com. Gov, what are you talking about? Green So Harry Carey after the Cubs blew yet another playoff series back in the 80s. Said, as sure as God makes green apples, the Chicago Cubs will be in the World Series one day. And when the Cubs finally won, you'll see pictures of his grave with the Budweiser's and you'll see a bunch of green apples out there. And that's what that's in reference to. So as we end the show, Vikings fans like the Cubs fans, because again, I'm a, as you know, a huge Cubs fan, originally being born and from Chicago. But um, man, we'll get there one day. It'll happen. You got to make it happen. You got to end curses. There's, there's, uh, you know, I'm not one of those big sports curse guys. Uh, you know, 
you just got to make your make your luck and you got to make it happen. And the Vikings just could not outside of that first drive today. They just did not get anything going, no momentum, mistakes, defense on the field. Remember the stats that I told you from those uh, Vegas odds makers? Defense on the field way too much today. And the perfect storm for us struck in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And the Eagles and the Patriots, you know, we're not going to worry about the Super Bowl. We got two weeks now to cover that and give you predictions and talk about that. But... Vikings come home. Congrats to them on on a, uh, well, you know, outside of that, obviously a great season. A lot of questions to be answered now. Let the games begin. And welcome to the Twin Cities, people. All you people that may come up here for the Super Bowl, you're going to love it. Especially if we got decent weather, which for us is anything above 25 degrees in the first week of February. But in all honesty, it should be a lot of fun. The Twin Cities is a great town. It's too bad that the Super Bowl can't be played in the summer when the Twin Cities is really... If you get up here in the summertime, you see why people live here. You see why people put up with the winters. It's It really is a great quality of life. You got great schools, great jobs. You know, you got 20 Fortune 500 companies that are headquartered out of the Twin Cities. Huge business community outside of Chicago... It's the Twin Cities in terms of the Midwest, in terms of running things, businesses, you know, the city that's happening. It's it's us. And, you know, unless you like Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee's got a little something happening. They got they got Lake Michigan like Chicago. They got the Great Lake there. But, you know, we, we love living up here. We love the Twin Cities. We, good people. And it's going to be a lot of fun as now the Eagles fans and the Patriots fans get ready to swarm the Twin Cities. And just a lot of football fans in general, though. Obviously, a lot of players are going to be in town. Maybe you can get that autograph, get that picture with some of your heroes from yesterday. I damn sure know I'm going to be trying. And again, Vikes, just too bad they couldn't make it. So, all right, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a great night. John Fisher finally shows up at the end. What up, John Fisher? X-Squad affiliate, Eagle fan number one. First, we got to give him his due. And as he says, the Feagle, the the Feagles, the Eagles defense is underrated. Uh, John Fisher, the story that I wanted to share with you, my friend. Well, I'll, I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. I don't. I, I won't get into it here. But congratulations to John Fisher. Not only doing big things on Atlanta radio down there, but also to his Eagles. As he says, the Eagles like the Vikings so much, we figured we'd see y'all once in the championship game and once for it all. Yeah, man, RC says total domination. It was like a Roy Jones fight where he lost the first round, but he dominated and won the next 11. If the game was a real fight, they would have stopped it. Philly's defense is underrated, John Fisher says here in the Spreaker.com chat room. Indeed it is. So, again, congrats, Fish. And, uh, Fish, maybe I can get you on Sports Done right here, man. I got to catch up with you here over the next couple weeks to get that Eagles perspective. And, of course, if you make your way on up north, Fish, I mean, you know, you come back on up north, homie, and uh, chill with the Gov. 
Enjoy some Super Bowl festivities in the Twin Cities if you do make it up this way, my man. Anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in. Sunday night, Sports Done Right, the Lonely Hearts edition, man. And with that, we are out of here. Have a good night. Skull Vikings, it was a hell of a ride. Wish we could have done just a little bit more to at least bring it back home and at least play here, but not happening. Patriots, Eagles, it's going to be a very, very interesting game. And let's have fun over the next two weeks, man. Anyway, take care. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor. Follow me at twi- on Twitter at the Big Smooth one That's the number one. And um, also hit up Sports Done Right, the Facebook page, W-R-I-G-H-T. That's our Sports Done Right Facebook page. Again, xsquadaffiliates.com as well, where you can find me, John Fisher, and a whole bunch of other great uh, shows. Um, coming basically a lot of folks out of Atlanta, but a lot of folks around the country hosting shows there at xsquadaffiliates.com. So everybody have a great night. Big L, we, we got beer coming uh, run CMC. We got newspapers coming. Everybody else have a great night. Have a great week. And I'm going to try. Uh, I got to check my work schedule. We're going to try and do sports done right on Tuesday night as we normally do. But if not, we'll get notifications out when the show's going down. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Big L. I appreciate that. He says great show, Vince. You guys enjoy your night. Peace. Skull Vikings. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Big L, I'm not sad. Stop saying that nonsense. (laughs) Good night, people.